listening to the Shoe Brothers Wrestling Podcast. Hey, that's us. That's me. My name's Cameron Osborne. I'm sitting here across the way. His name is Mike the Shoot Shepherd. Hey. Hey, he's there. <laughs> we're here. A beautiful October afternoon, man. We are, uh, we're sort of, you know, uh, halfway through the month of October, and I gotta say, it, this feels like summer part two this feels like the encore of a band like a band you know they play their last song and then you're like yeah they still haven't played back in black you know they're coming back up for that encore baby and you know it's going to be just as hot as the rest of the set was and god i gotta say um you know the hot weather is certainly reflecting the hot wrestling action that's happening uh all around the world right now wouldn't you say uh, yeah, it is. <laughs> I would agree. The weather, the hot air, and it's also crisp. You know, when autumn comes around, there's a crisp, a crispness, the crunchiness of the leaves. Um, but, I mean, crown jewel. We're going to Saudi. <laughs> we got everything going on in we've, the wrestling world. We've got everything going on. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a great show. Like you said, we have Saudi coming up and then a few weeks past that is full gear and uh yeah. and we have a special one of those kind of other special weeks this week where um prob- probably because of sports uh a dynamite is on uh saturday but that also means that we get a live rampage because they just kind of do the back-to-back yeah and they've uh they've added an extra hour to the rampage which will be on youtube they're doing a buy-in uh, so it's kind of like a special episode now as well with, I mean, Brian Danielson's fighting, so can't miss that. Uh, Brian Danielson's fighting, uh, and it's going to be incredible. Let's kick off the show the way that we always do, which is by crowning a brand new Tweet of the Week champion. It's the Tweet of the Week. It's the Tweet of the Week. This was a- this was actually a very, very, very tough close week there were some great i gotta Mm -hmm. give a couple uh just honorable mentions just because it was this tweet that went around that wasn't in the uh like the the wrestling it was just some uh, some account some wrestling kind of fan account you know it wasn't too (laughs) it wasn't specific enough for me to truly crown a champion uh but it ended up getting a lot of traction uh um it it was it was something along the lines of like in 20 years people will be asking themselves did you watch Danielson, Suzuki, or SmackDown? <laughs> and it got a lot of traction over there uh, because, yeah, Mike, like you said, they're doing an hour thing. It's 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 free. It's on YouTube, and it's going head to head with SmackDown Live. Yeah. So there's kind of been this back and forth this week between Rampage and SmackDown. It was like at first SmackDown announced, okay, we're gonna do a two and a half hour super show. So the last half hour that bleeds into Rampage is gonna be commercial free. So then Tony Khan's like, okay, well, then we're going to do an hour before that <laughs> during your show. <laughs> and and I'm going to give you Brian Danielson. And we're going to put the guy who used to be on your show <laughs> with a yeah, guy so kinda... that the, the wrestling. Minoru Suzuki, by the way, is just going on this fucking victory tour in North America. I don't know if you've been keeping up with him specifically. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, obviously, saw the stuff he did with Moxley and whatnot. But, yeah, Moxley, uh, and then he's uh, doing New Japan Strong. Eddie Kingston has, uh, you know, signed like kind of like a one of those New Japan deals. The door's opening. We had Joey Janela <laughs> and Suzuki at a GCW show, uh, not uh, just this past weekend. 
Um, yeah. And there's a uh, we got Moxley Gage at that same GCW show. It's all for free on their YouTube channel if you want to check it out. The the light tubes and all. Yeah, game changer wrestling. And uh, one thing I didn't know, Nick Gage has this. Uh, is similar his intro is very similar to like an Enzo Amore intro where there's breaks for the crowd to chant back <laughs> you know and then there's like these these little sorts of things and I don't quite know what it is but it looks like a hell of a time to be at one of these GCW shows so I, I just got I got to put over that little kind of tweet that made its way um around uh but our new Tweet of the Week champion is a brand new Tweet of the Week champion snatching away from Virgil uh a fan <laughs> had tweeted out um a photo of uh Claude Van Damme and Rod Van Dam, and uh, the <laughs> caption said, "It was disappointing as a child finding out they were not related." Rob Van Dam responded to this fan by saying, "Imagine how we felt." <laughs> uh, good point, though. You know, sometimes you see last names in people, and you're like, "Are they actually related?" And uh, not, not this time. Um, yeah. But Rob Van Dam. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's I think it's spelled differently too, but that's okay. And yeah, that's okay. You know, no no we're, no we're, no one's keeping score or anything. Uh, no. But um, hey, Rob Van Dam, new to league champion. Uh, when are we gonna When are we gonna see him pop up in uh, one of these buy-ins? Um. Yeah, I'm sure he could definitely do a he could do a, a battle royal or something. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean uh, the other week would have been the time when they were in Philly, the ECW hometown. They could have brought him back. And then. there was that ladder match. I mean, of course, you know uh, there was that ladder match. Of course, Adam Hangman Page ended up being that uh, that Joker card. But hey, it could have been reserved for uh, could have been reserved for uh, for Rob Van Dam RVD. <laughs> well. Uh, I think the, I think Hangman was the right choice. Though. Hangman was certainly the right <laughs> choice. I think it would be a lot of like you know the fan the fans would have thought that was yeah. you know one of those fan service. Type he could have been the other Joker because you know you and I always say there's two Jokers. Every, every deck, deck of card has so. two Jokers. Uh, my most recent use for Joker cards is when you lose one of the like other cards in the deck, and then you get to use that Joker card, <laughs> kind of like draw over it. You're like, nah, it's a ton of clubs now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I have two sets of, I, I have two decks of cards. Both of them have missing cards, or no, one of them missing cards, so I had to replace the joke with the Joker. And the other one, the back of the card ended up like peeling off. So you could just tell, like, if you're going through the deck, you're like, I know that's the nine of spades. Like, I know yeah. that's what it is. So, you know, we had to, well, you know, this next time, uh, if you're low on cards and it's late at night, order a Pizzaville pizza. Don't they give you a deck of cards? Oh, really? <laughs> I never knew that. No. They used to. I don't know. I knew I it. I knew it was time. a rainy day in Pizzaville, but I didn't know they were giving out uh, playing cards. It's been a long time, maybe. I don't know. It's been not a that long good time. Pizza. That was it, Rob Van Dam. Uh. <laughs> congratulations. Let's move over to our uh, to our professional wrestling week because I guess last week's show was. Thursday, Wednesday, oh, God. yeah, yeah, a week ago. Dynamite, Thursday. yeah, dynamite has moved around, so we kind of have nothing going on there, uh, really. But let's uh, move over to their other show. Kick off the week here. Let's kick off with some AEW Rampage. 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 The Rampage. Um, 
Yeah, why not start with the big match? CM Punk taking on Daniel Garcia. And Punk, once again, he switched back to the long pants. So I don't know what's going on here. Is there a name for him when he's wearing pants? Like, you, because you said, didn't you say CM Trunks? Yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't know about the pants yet. Okay, okay. Well, you never know. <laughs> Either way, it uh, doesn't matter what he's wearing because he's got the crowd fully behind him. And yeah, him and Garcia just have a nice uh, old school style wrestling match here. Garcia hangs in with the veteran. Uh, he's also got 2.0 as well, hanging out, helping him out. Uh, but, anyways, yeah. Uh, CM Punk takes them all out. Big crossbody to the floor. And then my favorite spot of the match is when he picks up Garcia and just hits a gnarly spike pile driver. Fucking destroys him and locks in the Anaconda Vice after to force Garcia to tap out. The Anaconda Vice. I do like, uh, yeah, Excalibur definitely called that. And, ooh, that sounds yeah. fantastic. It's a cool movie. Like wraps your arms up all in. Yeah. But uh, yeah, good match. I thought Garcia looked pretty good, even in defeat here. You got to hang in there with a guy like Punk. Oh, of course. And I think for any of these young guys, imagine given the opportunity to perform alongside CM Punk, uh, who is now sitting at 3-0 um, in uh, All Elite Wrestling. Of course, you know, 3-0, you're going to make your way up those power rankings eventually. Uh, one thing I do like, one thing I got to say about these Rampage things, uh, um, these matches. So Mark Henry, he does the he does the play-by-play for Rampage, yeah. or color, I guess, probably. And um, I like these pre-match split-screen <laughs> interview things. It's a, I, I, yeah. I find it to be a very quick and effective way to hype a match. Um, yeah. And, and as the weeks have gone on, I think this is probably our maybe even 10th Rampage at this point. Uh, Mark Henry's also gotten more comfortable doing this as he goes. Uh, yeah, so far, I think Rampage has been a, uh, a, a, a slam dunk uh, for All Elite <laughs> Wrestling, for guys like, I mean, it sort of seems like, you know, CM Punk is Mr. Rampage now. You know, he's had two matches on the card already. <laughs> two of his three Two matches, of his three yeah. matches, and it's not like there's, you know, there's only three matches a night on these things. I think, oh, actually, tonight there was four, but still. Yeah, debuted on Rampage, and yeah, Mr. Rampage, mm -hmm. CM Punk. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, fun opening match there. Yeah, very much so. <clears throat> and then we follow that up with the Lucha Brothers defending their AEW World Tag Titles against the Acclaimed. Um, yeah, it was a good fast-paced match. Didn't get too much time, though. Um, you know, Acclaimed got some moves in, but eventually Lucha Brothers just take over, hit their double package pile driver to get the win, retain the belts. And uh, big thing here, the Lucha Bros are also those uh, AAA tag champions, and they came down to the ring uh, carrying both belts, you know, which makes, helps, you know, just kind of it all look like a big deal. And AEW's done a great job with these other companies' belts. You know, I mean, I don't feel like Christian Cage maybe doesn't come down to the ring anymore with his Impact title. But, uh, yeah. you know, that, yeah, that being said, it's nice to see uh, the Lucha Bros out there in action. Still not on board with the Acclaimed after their uh, their little shitty thing. Their little, yeah. what, what were they, sexist, racist? I don't really remember what they said, but uh, uh, n nor, nor do we need to bring it up. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, <coughs> maybe um, maybe a new challenger in the future. Is who, who do we think is our next kind of top tag team here on All Elite Wrestling. 
I mean, sooner or later, Jurassic Express have to get their turn. But I mean, uh, but yeah, baby faces. Yeah, we can't. Yeah, not until not to baby faces. Maybe, <laughs> you know, and for Jurassic I mean, Santana and Ortiz could still make him step up. Yeah, yeah, another team like that. Uh, or is it? You know, is 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 will Jungle Boy winning the tag championships just feel better if they beat the Bucks for it, the Young Bucks? <laughs> I don't know. These belts will know. probably be on the line at full gear, which is only a month away now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll absolutely be on the line, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll figure that out. We got a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Check the rankings. See who's, see Ooh, who's up check top the rankings. there. Uh, but before you do that, let's go to Jade Cargill taking on Sky Blue, Chicago native. There, though not in Chicago, but that's where she's from. <laughs> yeah, we saw her for the first time a little while ago. Uh, yeah, like I think as an un- battle royal, yeah, think. as an unsigned uh, performer, but now I think you yeah. know, she's signed within the company. Yeah, she's young, she's fresh, uh, but she's just here to do the job. <laughs> so Cargill just squashes her, hits the jaded, gets the win to remain undefeated. Whatever that record's at now. But. God, who? Yeah, who knows? Fifteen yeah. and zero, probably sixteen and zero. Probably. I bet she's you know she's she's uh, getting these wins on dark. Just like a lot of people are. I'm sure Thunder Rosa, Ty Conti, I'm sure their records are pretty damn good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, afterwards she goes to beat down Sky Blue. Thunder Rosa chases her off. So I guess they'll feud or something. Yeah, between two of the uh, top performers. Yeah, Jade uh, Jade Cargill still pretty green. I believe that's the, uh, that's the term, right? <laughs> that's what Bruce Pritchard would yeah. say. Uh, yeah. So, you know, of course, having those short matches uh, helps to kind of cover up those areas. Um, but, yeah, Thunder Rosa, though, she's experienced. She knows how to put on one hell of a long match. We've seen it before. Yeah, and I mean, Thunder Rosa, Britt Baker, part two, that's coming sooner or later. That'll have to, yeah, some kind of extreme hardcore stipulation again. <laughs> give, it, <laughs> give it to us again. Well... Let's go to the main event of this show. Ricky Starks taking on Brian Cage in a Philly street fight for that FTW title. And and don't be worried, folks at home. Uh, you know, some of you may be familiar with Chicago street fights, New York street fights, Detroit street fights. Don't worry. It's all the same thing. <laughs> it's all the same. <laughs> so, of course, we get the chairs. Uh, we get a broken pool cue. Uh, steel pipe, garbage cans, chains, everything here. Uh, lots of unprotected headshots, too. I know it's a gimmick garbage can, but they were just smashing each other in the head with this thing. Yeah, I often wonder what that feels like if you were to kind of, like, push it, you know? <laughs> because it's not foam. <laughs> it's not, yeah. It's like, it's not aluminum foil, but it's not fucking mm. aluminum metal. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, they're, uh, they're smashing each other around. Uh Cage looks, he's ready to hit the drill claw when Hook comes running out. Tries to hit Cage with the FTW belt, but he gets taken out. So Hobbs has to come in next. Uh, so Cage is just fighting off everyone at once. And that allows Ricky Starks to grab the title belt, hit Cage in the head with it. Uh, and then he hits a shitty looking spear, but that only gets a two count. Uh, and then afterwards, Cage throws Starks headfirst into the corner, into a chair, and he just flung himself into this cut his head open maybe the hard way busted oh yeah that's how that's how you that's how you bust open the hard way yeah so uh he's bloody cage just starts beating him but then hobbs jumps in again hook runs in 
So everything at once. This allows Ricky Starks to hit the Rochambeau, get the three count, retain his FTW title. Retaining. And you know what? I feel like we haven't seen Brian Cage that much lately. I know he likes to perform in other, you know, smaller, independent-type scenes. Um, you know, Starks picks up the win, needed help to do it. Brian Cage doesn't really yeah, suffer just... much from that loss. No, but this this team Taz breakup's been going on for like four months now. Yeah, for, well, first we were, first we thought it was going to be a breakup, and then just Cage left, and now the others are kind of together, and we're still waiting for Hook to make that big yeah. uh, that <laughs> that big premiere. And uh, it's funny that uh, I feel like in if if Brian Cage was in WWE, he's a heel immediately just because he's massive. Like it's it, yeah. it is almost funny to see and especially in this match where you know it was a David and Goliath but the David was the big guy <laughs> and the Goliath was the little guy it was almost this uh this you know kind of change of uh change of scenery or whatever but um yeah hopefully we'll see Brian Cage back sooner rather than later it sort of seems like there's weeks at a time we don't see him yeah just hopefully uh, hopefully he's done feuding with Team Taz because I mean he lost the belt he lost the rematch let's just move on. Yeah, move on to something else. Uh, mm -hmm. We know he can do it. I think it was, what, Double or Nothing, where it was uh, Cage Page? Uh, I think that was the opening match of the night, or close to the opening match, and that one was just a banger. Yeah, well, set your eyes on a bigger prize, Brian Cage. You don't need that FTW title. <laughs> yeah, you don't need a fake title. If you go to All Elite Wrestling's uh, Wikipedia page, it barely counts the uh the ft <laughs> sort of like there's like main titles and then like others <laughs> and it's in yeah. the other section <laughs> uh so that is tough and um that was your rampage show that was that quick uh rare we had four matches which is rare but two of them were pretty quick yeah that little squash in the middle there you know the jade cargill kind of squash felt like a little yeah you know, a little different and uh, that was that show. Let's move on to our next show because I guess we should have started. We, I mean, I guess we we're, we got to kind of go back in time here for a little bit. Uh, yeah. And let's just do it. Let's get ourselves into some uh, SmackDown Live. Okay, folks, it's Friday night. It's time for SmackDown Live. It, uh, it used to be on Tuesday, but then uh, I think it was on Friday before, though. No, no, wait. We used to film it on a Thursday and then release it. It's just SmackDown Live. SmackDown Live, hot off the draft, uh, but so, still not, still not in effect. It's still not the season premiere. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. There's, yeah, we're in this limbo here, as we said. Uh, but the show kicks off with Adam Pearce, Sonya Deville in the ring for the SmackDown Women's Championship contract signing here. Uh, so they got the table, uh, Bel Air's in the ring, but then Sasha, she was standing off on top of the announce table, and then Becky was just at her own table on the ramp, so everyone's got a table here. Uh, you get a table. You get a yeah. table. <laughs> so they just cut promos. They all, you know, take jabs at each other. Uh, eventually, they they have enough. They get in the ring. They all just start fighting. Uh Bianca picks up both women on her shoulders at the same time for the KOD. Big feat of strength there. Mm -hmm. But uh, Sasha's able to wiggle off, but then Belair knocks her onto the table and then hits the KOD with Becky breaking through everyone. So Bianca stands tall. Bianca stands tall. 
at the end of the segment. And you know what that means. So these three are going to get, they get the match in Crown Jewel right now. Is there a second women's match announced or is this? Um, I mean, there's the Queen's Crown Tournament. Yes. So that'll finish there. But no, it's weird because Charlotte Flair, she's been like involved in this feud, even though she's not even... Supposed, I don't know. She's the raw woman's. Yeah, know. well, and the way, and you know, well, it's certainly not surprising that WWE takes all the women with the belts and have them all fighting each other. Uh, <laughs> they've been doing this for what two and a half years now. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. But we do have some crowns to crown for Crown Jewel here, uh, starting with the men's tournament. The King of the Ring, uh, Rey Mysterio takes on Sami Zayn. Round one match here. And uh, yeah, King Nakamura has gracefully given up his crown out of respect for the tournament. What a. Which he isn't even. He's not even in. What a respectful so. man. I know. That was the worst. Eh? It was like he spent uh, he spent all this time. Ta- <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah, he just gave up the crown. And, oh, well. Yeah, so eight, eight person tournament. Uh, kind of small, but anyway, Sami Zayn, Rey Mysterio. Uh, Sami's doing well. So Dominic comes out to support his father and. Uh, it helps for a little bit, raising control, getting hyped up. So Sammy gets desperate, removes the turnbuckle padding, uh, but then Dominic just goes to fix it for whatever reason. He's overstepping his boundaries. Uh, Ray's like, "What are you doing? Get out of the way!" So Sammy shoves Ray into Dominic, knocks him to the floor, and then he rolls up Ray, gets the three. So Sammy Zayn moves on to the next round, uh, the semifinals. But um, I don't want to spoil it. Uh, but Sami Zayn is not allowed to go to Saudi Arabia, so he's not winning this thing. That's a good point. That's a good point. I forgot that. Uh, <laughs> welcome WWE. We like to do shows in places where some people are flat out not allowed. Um, mm-hmm. It's that would be uh, like the NBA playing. I mean, a- maybe they'll swerve us all, and Sammy will be like, "If I could change, you could change. We could all change." And it'll be like the end of Rocky Four. That's a good point. You know, that is a good point. That would be like the NBA <laughs> playing a game in Turkey and then saying, sorry, Ennis Cantor, you're just going to have to sit at home for this one, uh, <laughs> which is interesting to see. And yeah, so both Mysterios, both Mysterios are going to Raw um, mm-hmm. whenever whenever that kind of happens or whatever. So, you know, this story might not, this, this story that we have between the Mysterios might not conclude here on SmackDown. It might be... Uh, Something to happen over there on Raw as Dominic finds his uh his path. Yeah, it's it's gotta happen though. They've been planting the seeds for a long time. Yeah, yeah. This father son is gonna break apart. <clears throat> but uh, in between matches, there we get a short little hype video for Hit Row coming soon. So hopefully, seems like they're being hyped up as baby faces as well. I mean, I guess we'll see when they come out, but. Yeah, I guess we'll really see when they come up when they come out. I mean, really, there's two types of either 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 is a promo package of you where you're kind of like staring down the barrel of the camera with like low lighting and quick cuts, which means mm-hmm. heel, or <laughs> anything else, which means babyface. So I guess this was a babyface promo in that they didn't sound dark and vengeful. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Uh, but let's kick off the first ever. Queen's Crown Tournament. Round one match here. Uh, Zelina Vega taking on Tony Storm. Um, well, you'll see it's a theme of this whole first round. Not much time given. But uh, they do what they can with it. Vega gets the offense in. Tony fights back. 
Zelina hits a nice code red, and that gets her the win. So all of a sudden, Zelina Vega's on a what two match win streak? Two Three? matches! Wow. <laughs> her career is turning around, but I feel bad <laughs> for uh, poor Tony Storm. What was? Yeah. Tony Storm, who was called up in the middle yeah, of the ago. summer, July maybe, and it not, and one of those kind of unceremonious call-ups because she just kind of, it was it was one of those ones where we saw, we saw it with Rhea Ripley too, where it's like, next week, Tony Storm. And you're like, what? Mm-hmm. Why? Huh? Oh? Uh-huh. Yeah, and then she's only had like three matches, and yeah, this is it, losing in a minute and a half or whatever it was. So. Yeah. Too bad. <laughs> up next, the bloodline come out. And Roman just talks about Paul Heyman doing his job. He was able to keep the group together on SmackDown, so we should all acknowledge Paul. So Roman says, we love you, but I want you to come clean. Tell me about Brock. Admit you're responsible for Lesnar being a free agent. So Heyman just starts to mumble, and Reigns grabs him by the face and makes him look him in the eyes. And uh, Heyman tells Reigns that Lesnar can't stand the fact that... uh, He's going to get conquered by you at Crown's Jewels. Anyways, eventually, yeah, Heyman just uh, says what Reigns wants him to. Yeah, this was was a great Paul Heyman. uh, This was a great Paul Heyman promo. Really leading into, (laughs) you know, his cliches, uh, you know, in the way that he can very much control the crowd. Just like, you know, some of the uh, some of the best promo people out there. Um, Really looking forward to this match because... I'm looking. I feel as though this might be like a long match. That would be yeah, the most surprising I element. I don't know who's going to win, but if this thing went 25 minutes, that would be the highlight for me. <laughs> yeah, I think they'll get to go a good amount of time. I think it'll it'll be the main event of the show. So, yeah, let them go at least 20, at least 20. And we will talk about it. You know, as before the week or before before the show, we will uh, get into um, you know the, the card breakdown. But uh, this definitely our main event coming up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but let's go to the next match in the Queen's Crown tournament. Carmella taking on Liv Morgan. Uh, yeah, right off the bat, Carmella rolls out of the ring to go get that stupid mask put on. And- uh, yeah, just as stupid as the mask is the the finish of the match as Carmella super kicks Liv and gets a three. So just like that, Carmella advances to face Selena Vega. Liv, we all know Liv. I mean, she should have won it. The crowd likes her. Why not? The Queen's crowd is for people like Liv Morgan, not Carmella. We've all seen Carmella. Yeah, we're... Uh... <clears throat> now, this is tough. This was tough. Our second women's match of the night, second one to be under two minutes uh i feel like we're verging on um a a, like uh, the the give women a chance movement again i feel like we're getting very very close to that uh (laughs) between this and hey nobody's going to be perfect right i mean everyone's trying to do the best that they can for everything um i know ring of honor has a dedicated show that's just has a dedicated hour of women's matches um uh, you know, if they're trying their best, hey, maybe something like that could work uh, over here. We already, we, yeah, what happened I to that know. dedicated women's pay-per-view uh, yeah. that we had that Evolution. one time and then never had again? Yeah, I've been waiting for part two for years now, but... It was Evolution, that's what it was called? 
Yeah, evolution. Right, it was right, great. right. We had the uh, what we had, I think we had Ronda Rousey was there. Uh, <laughs> well, I think yeah. that was also the Charlotte, one. Charlotte Becky. We got that last woman standing match uh, between Charlotte and Becky. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well, let's move along because dear friend Happy Corbin's here, and that madcap Moss is with him. Uh, yeah, Happy Talk, just another worthless talk show. I know. Uh, at least they dressed the set up. They had a coat hanger with bunch of hats little table with booze on it mm-hmm. yeah madcap moss kicks us off with an awful joke what instrument do you find in a bathroom i don't know a tuba toothpaste a tuba toothpaste <laughs> wow yeah uh owens doesn't like it he's not laughing he comes out attacks them but it's two on one so they they take him out mm-hmm mm-hmm I think right around here we also got a uh, a promo with Mace. Yeah, which he's just, um, uh, is the one who's not Dominic Dijakovic. <laughs> In case yeah, you forgot long, or were wondering, long hair. yeah, he told us he's ready to dominate anybody. And that's <laughs> yeah, about we'll it. That's about it. I guess we'll see. I mean, yeah, I don't. Uh... He was, I'm not going to take him for his word. He, he to see. His last appearance was like famously one of the got to be one of the worst built factions ever. Right. Yeah. And Mike, you would have a far more extensive knowledge of this. <laughs> but like a, a, even the spirit squad won the fucking tag championships like oh, yeah. <laughs> retribution did so little that it's almost amazing. It's almost amazing that they were able to achieve so little. Yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> but we head backstage where Naomi just barges into the manager's office, tells Sonia, I'm tired of this. Why wasn't I selected for the Queen's Crown Tournament? And Sonia says, You're not worthy of being Queen. You're not even worthy of being on the roster. So Naomi's like, Woman, I'm a two time SmackDown's champion. And uh, so then she just says, Adam, can you just trade me to Raw? Sonia's like, No, I'm not done with you. SmackDown, next week, you're going to have a match against me. So, whoo, it's on. Whoo, it's on, finally. Guys, you can book cool matches on free TV. You're allowed to do that. It's often cool and worth it. (laughs) I mean, we see on a weekly basis, Brian Danielson matches for free. We see CM Punk matches for free. Not that hard, guys. Not that. It can't be that (laughs) Yeah. No, I, and I wonder, because uh, the Saudi pay-per-view is next Thursday, I wonder if the SmackDown on a Friday, if they're going to have like different roster, if they're all going to be back. I don't know. Oh, it's a Thursday. It's, thir- it's Thursday. That's a weird. It's a I think w- it's Thursday at like 1 p.m. or something because of the time zone. Yes. And now I do remember, yeah, the first, the greatest Royal Rumble. That was the first time we went, right? Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. do remember that, kind of like waking up, you know, making some brunch, pot of coffee, and then like, ooh. Wrestling's on. <laughs> yeah. Do we? Okay. No, we'll talk. We'll talk about that show next week before uh, before we get there. We'll, we'll talk about that show more before we get there. All right. Well, we've got uh, the next first round match in the King of the Ring tournament. Cesaro taking on Finn Balor. So Balor looking to upgrade from prince to king. Um. Yeah, it's just kind of a shame that this is in the first round because, you know, I could book these two in the finals. But, uh, hey, at least we got a real match here. They got like 10 minutes or more. 
yeah, good wrestling. Most we've seen of Cesaro in months. So, uh, yeah, just a good match back and forth. Eventually, Finn takes over, hits the big shotgun drop kick, followed by the coup de gras, and that gives him the win. Finn will face Sammy. And Cesaro was on such a great streak of, uh, you know, he had the the whole Roman thing and then everything that kind of fell off, fell off after that. Um, and I feel like with the return to live these live shows that they're doing, you know, where they have dark matches before, after, and then they go, you know, they're, the the live the live schedule that WWE likes to do. I feel like Cesar just he's going to be just doing that. I feel like he's a live show guy. He, he can do <laughs> yeah, he can I mean, do forty two spins, and the crowd loves it. Um, he's a fantastic performer, so he's going to be great out there every time. But just we'll never see him on television. Yeah, that's too bad. I mean, yeah, he is such a good wrestler worker, but uh, yeah, just wasn't. In Seems the... like he's got a ceiling. In yeah, WWE, and he's already hit it. Yeah, it just wasn't in the cards, I guess. But there was one more segment on this show. Seth Rollins comes out, cuts a promo on Edge, and you know he wants him to come out, answer his challenge for one final match to end this all. And, he says Edge can even name the place, name the stip. Uh, so Edge doesn't come out. Seth just gets pissed and starts yelling. Starts talking about his family, his two little girls. Which is when we cut backstage, we see Edge pull up in his Escalade. And he walks out to the stage, runs down to the ring. Rollins grabs a chair, but Edge hits him with a spear. Just beats him all around outside the ring. He grabs a chair, breaks off the piece. Uh, he's ready to stuff it in Seth's mouth, but he runs off. So Edge grabs the microphone and says, you you and me, hell in a cell. So there's your stip. There's a stip uh, in Saudi? I'm assuming. Huh. Yeah. So, uh, hey. Well, I mean, the last time Seth Rollins was in a hell in a cell match in Saudi Arabia, it went totally well and everybody loved it. Um, I think... I think I have my I don't history think that right. Was in Saudi. No, that was that the was rematch was in the Saudi. rematch was in Saudi. You're right. My mistake. My mistake. Yeah. Um, That's okay. Uh, yeah, you know I like the uh, I like the the personal story kind of thing, right? You know, Seth breaking into uh, Edge's house, the photo of like him and his kids or whatever, and uh, it's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun to see. Um, are these guys both going over to Raw? Um, yes. So out of this current SmackDown card that we saw today, uh, I guess Mysterio's going to Raw. I don't know about the women's matches. Free agent. <laughs> and yeah. then we got our guys going to Raw. Fun. So we had very few SmackDown people on, the, uh, on this particular episode. But hey, can't win them all. Yeah, get uh, you know they know they've only got a few matches left with them, so they want to get them in there. Yeah, get get them in there as much as they could. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Um, but that was uh, that was our SmackDown. That was it. That was fell. Uh, was fantastic, Mike. <laughs> I mean, you know, it was, a, it, was a, it was a quicker part of the first half. But uh, should we take a break right here? Yeah, why not take a quick little break? Exactly. Uh, Quick little break. We'll come back with all the uh, second half action. And uh, we're looking forward to, what is it, Raw NXT? Hell yeah, baby. Stick around.
welcome back to part two, uh, the second half here of the Shoot Brothers. Thank you for sticking it out through the break. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, yeah, in what is yeah, kind of like a shorter week for us. It's weird how these things sort of stockpile up sometimes, but of course next week we could be looking at a long show. We have an extra hour of Rampage. We have an extra 30 minutes of SmackDown uninterrupted. How you, have you? And like AEW's done this a couple times now where they very much tout. They're like, it'll be commercial free even if we go <laughs> past 10 p.m. and everyone's like yeah, yeah. but uh, <laughs> but WWE have, have, have they done that much in the past if that you can recall it's been done um yeah I remember one episode where I forget what the deal was but it was like Vince McMahon's like I'm buying every commercial this episode's commercial free and it was like a whole two-hour raw with no commercials or something. Because you would think you could do that realistically. That's all you got to do is just buy it. I mean, if you yeah, if you don't care about money, then yeah, buy all your own ad space. Well, in these promotions, we all know they're making they're making money. Oh yeah, blood money. A little uh, yeah, well yeah, they certainly are. There's <laughs> yeah. there was a little uh, a little like ten minute featurette uh, on Forbes's YouTube channel about Tony Khan. And all elite wrestling. Uh, I guess they were filming the footage right before uh, Grand Slam, Dynamite Grand Slam, and uh, it, it was fun. You know, just listening to him. You know, talk a little bit. And you know, see some like behind the scenes kind of stuff of the performers not in their ring gear and baby faces and heels talking to each other like their bat, like their best pals. Uh, but yeah. he in this little featurette, if you if you are interested, he really breaks down the money that they're getting <laughs> he uh, like he he is not afraid he's not shy of giving figures of the yeah. the 175 million dollar tv deal they signed very much just hey, like okay like wow that's how much that's how much you guys signed dynamite for <laughs> you know and you know and then he was talking about re revenue they had to make during when there were no live shows and all this kind of crap uh it's, it's a fun little fun little feature if you, if you are interested in you know seeing Seeing the chick magnet himself, uh, not, not <laughs> it, you know, just kind of doing his own thing. The chick magnet? I thought you said Tony Khan. Oh, CM Punk's there for sure. Okay, <laughs> but uh, speaking of Tony Khan, did you see this this image that has made the rounds uh, over the last twenty four hours of him? No, please tell me. At a jet. <laughs> it's Tony, and he's at like a Jacksonville Jaguar game or whatever on the sidelines. Yeah, but <laughs> he's holding a clipboard. And uh, avid internet users has, have zoomed in, and it appears to be the whole card of full gear laid out. Really? <laughs> like sc scribbled notes. He like did. it says, like, Hangman versus Omega, Britt Baker versus Jade Cargo, and like all these things. And names are circled. And yeah, I'm sure if you go to your favorite wrestling news website, you'll, you'll see the headlines. Really? Oh but. my God. He's just standing <laughs> there. <laughs> And he's like clutching his little clipboard. He's at so his football funny. game, but he's got wrestling on the mind. He's just like doodling, drawing cards, doing. It's funny though. Okay, yeah, this people is have zoomed in and like written out all the names. This is a hundred percent a troll. It all looks real to me, right? This is a hundred percent a troll, though. It looks this, this looks legitimate. <laughs> this looks legitimate. What, is it almost too perfect? Is it too perfectly set up? Like <laughs> I, I think it's. I think I especially like the. Tony Khan, other people, you know, I'm sure other backstage producers at, I mean, we, and we saw Kenny Omega with his t-shirts for weeks leading up before CM Punk's actual debut. They know how to troll us. They know what they're doing when it comes <laughs> to that. 
And yeah, you're right. It just looks too perfect because it's like he has like a playbook for the team. <laughs> and then he just has like a scrap piece of paper. It's full gear card. With chicken scratch on it. Like he's like, you know, Tony Khan's thinking to himself, I'm going to go. You know, he the camera was right there. Look how close that photo is. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's a troll for sure. But yeah, Paige. You want to have Cage hang uh, Adam Cole, baby? That'd be a fun match. Yeah, I think uh, I think Moxley versus Danielson's on there as well. There's, Man, that would be uh, someone transcribed the whole. Someone transcribed it on Reddit. That's so, so funny. <laughs> that is so funny. No, he's trolled us a hundred percent for sure. Look how he's confidently just the way that he's hold, the way that his hand is holding it. That it's like his hand is directly under the last line. <laughs> it's not even like half of the last line is uh. Way to go, TK. Yeah, I just I, had to mention. I got it. I got. I got to give it to him there. I got to give it to him there. He's crushing it. He is crushing it. <laughs> Let's get it. Hey, I love it. He's been he's been talking a lot this week. He's been throwing the gauntlet down. He's like, oh yeah, WWE. You want to go head to head? I'll crush you. Things like that. Sure. What's because what's wrong with a little bit of competition? Rappers call each other out in their diss tracks all the time. Yeah. Right. I mean, as long as they're not kill, killing each other like and, the nineties. And you're not being, uh, you know, you're not being offense. You're not being rude. There's nothing rude <laughs> with saying, "Hey, Vince, let's go head to head on a wrestling show and see who wins." There's that's not mean. That's not rude. Yeah. He's not. Yeah. He's not like pulling Mike Tyson. I want to devour your children. Yeah. Like nobody's that. hurt. You know. <laughs> Everyone's fine, and yeah, we truly so. will get to see. Did the rating? Did SmackDown ratings drop in that in that second in that uh you know that last little bit there? Uh, who knows? Who knows what we're gonna see? And I guess it's live on YouTube, so it's sort of like you could watch one on cable and then one on <laughs> yeah. YouTube and not have any conflict really. It's not like the one television in the house. Yeah, so we'll see see how those ratings play out. But it's fun, you know. It's fun. That's all it is. It's that's They're all just it leaning is. Into it. It's fun. <laughs> That's what wrestling's supposed to be, right? It, I, that's what I thought it was supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well. Let's move on. Let's move on. Speaking of fun, uh, <laughs> let's move on. Crown Jewel is coming up on the 21st. Yeah, you're right. So that is a Thursday. But we also have Survivor Series to worry about next month. Um, yeah. Couldn't tell you when or where it is. We'll probably kind of follow that same format of champ versus champ. Uh, yeah. maybe you know a Big E Roman Reigns. That sounds like a that sounds like a. I mean, battle. they kind of teased that already, right? Didn't they? A little? Well, and the way that the superstars are kind of going back and forth right now, it's almost like we're kind of getting this early, uh, this early Survivor Series build to whatever it yeah. is. And I, I think it's safe to say NXT will have no part of Survivor Series. That is year. extremely safe to say. <laughs> um, uh, but let's after winning that, they won the damn thing like two years ago. Oh, yeah, dude, the sunrise on uh, Daniel Bryan. We'll never forget that. Um, yeah. The Honestly, I got to say, the best thing to come out of Saudi Arabia was that we got that one episode of SmackDown <laughs> where <laughs> the only people who could work were Daniel Bryan, Sami yeah. Zayn, and NXT. <laughs> 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 they were the only people. And all the awesome. women. They were the only yeah. people. And all the women. That were actually yeah. there because we had some dumb. Because I think that was coming off the one where we had the. The, the World Cup thing, so that was a tons of superstars. We had a uh, a tag team champ like um, turmoil kind of trophy, which took up a lot of teams. It was literally they put a hundred fucking dudes on a plane. Yeah, that was fun. Like you said, Mike wrestling. Like you said, Mike wrestling supposed to be fun. Talking about <laughs> fun. There's only one thing I can think of to do on a Monday night, and no, it's not football. We're talking about Monday Night Raw. No. Let's get raw. 
this week, um, well, kicking off the show, really, new uh, Raw... No, an old Raw performer. You know, he. this is one of his last few um, episodes here on Monday Night Raw. Drew McIntyre makes his way down to the ring with his trusty uh, his trusty sword, Angela. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, maybe a farewell tour of sorts, right? He took us as the champion through the pandemic, had some incredible matches, and now he's moving over to SmackDown to see what uh, what the future holds. And who does he run into? But that, 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 that WWE champion... The Monday Night Raw version, Biggie, of course. He and he comes in looking fired up. Yeah, he's like, "Oh no, Drew! You think you're gonna take my belt? That's not gonna happen." Uh, so Drew's like, "Well, I'm a two-time champ, 300-day reign. So, uh, but I still never had my crowning moment during that whole time. He never had it in front of the crowd. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then the Usos come out to interrupt." And they let them know that Roman is the man. He's going to face the winner of whichever you two at Survivor Series. So, uh, eventually, we all we get around to uh, booking a tag match for tonight. Because they're already here, right? Because so. <laughs> we're already <laughs> here, so let's just book it. You are right. Yeah. Um, the Drew McIntyre did never have his opportunity. I would like it if it could happen. Somehow. Yeah, but not in Saudi. <laughs> Certainly not. Oh, no, for sure. If it's going to happen, it's got to happen in front of the American crowd. I did hear a rumor that SummerSlam oh. next summer is slated to be in the UK. Yeah, now that that would be Now that would be, you know, if there is this way and Drew McIntyre, he's still pretty hot. I'm seeing Drew McIntyre popping up on ads telling me to buy Spotify. Um, really? Oh, yeah, I've been seeing it. <laughs> um, yeah, if, you know, if we can kind of keep him around for the next what seven months get that crowning <laughs> achievement in uh in the uk that would be a lot of fun Let's talk speaking of yeah, fun and it would be uh it would be like the 30 year anniversary of the last time they were SummerSlam was in the uk oh cool so, yeah could all yeah it could be a big moment uh it'll be one of those like 1 p.m shows for us i guess but hey, i love it i love it it's like wrestle kingdom <laughs> it's like wrestle kingdom morning i get to wake up there you go Pour my coffee. <laughs> yeah. Watch some of Wembley. the Wembley. They could sell out Wembley. For O2, maybe. Or Who whatever. knows? Or O2. Yeah, that's even bigger, right? I have no idea. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Does not matter. Uh, because let's get to this. King of the Ring. We got some more first round matchups here. Xavier Woods, the uh, petitioner of this tournament, takes on Ricochet, the man uh, of a million flips. Um, so yeah, we got a good match here. The men, the men's side have been getting time for these matches. So uh, yeah, good stuff here. Lots of flips, high flying, uh, you know, big superplex off the top ropes. Uh, eventually, yeah, Ricochet's just hitting big flips, corkscrews to the floor, but uh, Xavier dodges a suicide dive. So Ricochet hits the barricade, gets thrown back into the ring. Xavier hits the little tight rope elbow drop. To get the three count, Xavier advances to the semifinals. The first step, the first step closer towards achieving his uh, his destiny. The boyhood dream. <laughs> yeah, if he doesn't win, honestly, I, at this point, if he doesn't win the tournament, then what the fuck are we doing here? What are we doing? Ah, <laughs> uh, like I don't want another. You know, I don't but... <laughs> want another year of a heel. I mean, fuck. I mean, with Corbin, it was like two. I don't want another year of a heel, King of the Ring. No, I don't. No, I don't. I want to cheer when the King of the Ring comes out, not boo. Yeah, but uh, well, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Okay. 
in the meantime, Mustafa Ali and Mansoor taking on Cedric, Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin. Uh, the Hurt Business. Super short. The newly formed Hurt Business. The Hurt Business. They're that's back. Right. They're wearing a shirt. They got the gold shirt, gold and black. Uh, super short match, though. Ali misses the 450 splash. Cedric hits him with a Michinoku driver, gets the win. So, very short. Uh, so, yeah. Just Ali, Mansoor losing again. Afterwards, Mansoor tries to help up Mustafa, but he just shoves him down to the ground hard, and he's sick of this. So he walks off, leaving Mansoor. A bit later backstage, he just beats the shit out of him. So uh, this, the they didn't get the tag match, but now they'll have a singles match. And I, th- Jewel, I think so. they did announce it. That is true. I think they did announce yeah. that it will be happening at Crown Jewel. Mansoor goes over. It all makes sense. Yeah, he has to get his annual yearly Saudi win. So hey. there you go. <laughs> Everyone will be happy. Yeah. Uh, Shayna Baszler takes on Dana Brooke in the Queen's Crown Tournament. Uh, Dana just hangs in there for just about a minute, but Shayna has enough. Hits a big knee strike to the head, gets the easy win. And this is one of the ones where I guess it can make sense being a squash because Dana Brooke is not on the level of Shayna. So, yeah, it's not believable <laughs> that Dana yeah. Brooke would stand a chance against uh, Selena. So, oh, sorry, um, Shayna. Yeah. So yeah, that is right. You know, um, it would be nice to uh, it's nice to see Shayna Baszler in a match where Nia Jax was nowhere to be found. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> with that injury angle, hopefully, I mean, we haven't seen Nia in a couple weeks. Hopefully, it'll stay that it way. It could be, yeah, yeah. Uh, but up next, we have Riddle taking on Omos, who, uh, yeah, Riddle challenged earlier, and before the match starts, Riddle gets on the mic. He's just like, "Whoa, man." You know, starts making some bro puns. He's just stalling, hoping that his buddy Randy will show up to help him out. But Orton does not show. So the bell rings. Riddle goes, attacks AJ. But Omos just grabs Riddle, beats the shit out of him. Uh, yeah, hits a choke slam, goes for the pin. But AJ's like, no, no, not yet. Beat him up some more. So they just start beating him up. And in the middle of it, AJ's just... Uh, conducting the men in the truck to put on the instant replays as yeah just showing the slow motion kicks as they happen and eventually he hits the choke bomb omos gets the three um, yeah it's interesting then, to yeah. see, it's interesting to see a guy you know so matt riddle just gets decimated right with ease uh mm-hmm. but in a way that you can kind of mask omos's inexperience it's yeah. uh you know he's still he's certainly been getting better for sure yeah but uh, yeah. and it was nice I to mean, see him. He, he win. He won clean. He won clean, and yeah, he's limited. But they're not overstepping though. Like they're not doing the. They're not trying to do something too crazy. He's not, he doesn't really botch much. So exactly. No, there's not much yeah. to botch. So <laughs> uh, after that, we got Jeff Hardy taking on Austin Theory, and uh, things started off okay, but then Reggie and that stupid gaggle just come out running through the ring, jumping over. So this bullshit distracts Theory, allows Jeff to hit the twist of fate, goes for the Swanton Bomb, but then Theory rolls out of the way and rolls up Jeff, grabs the tights, gets a three. So Theory wins. Wasn't clean, but I guess still notable, a notable name to beat. And, you know, I think this was his win, big win on the uh, on the main roster, right? He just got called up. Yeah, I mean, he had that brief call up with the first time, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So there you go. Uh, then we have Jinder Mahal taking on Kofi Kingston 
in the the final first round matchup of the King of the Ring. But uh, it's still a Jinder Mahal match, so <laughs> not that great. But this is one where I don't mind if they keep it short. So, yeah. There was one kind of weird botch where Kofi goes for the SOS, but then he almost just like jumped on his own head. Because I guess Jinder didn't know how to take it. Yeah, it was a, it was an awkward landing. Yeah, which, it was weird. Yeah. But uh, so Kofi's in control. Veer and Shanky start causing trouble. So Xavier fights them, and all this commotion allows Jinder to hit the Coloss and get the three. So Jinder advances to face Xavier in the semifinals. Uh oh, that scares me. That scares me because <laughs> I don't know. I feel like yeah, man. He could win it. <laughs> yeah, and if, and if it's gonna be anybody, it it will it'll be Jinder Mahal to be the guy to yeah. be like, man, fuck you guys. Yeah. So I mean, it prevents uh, Kofi from fighting Xavier, but that would have been way more of an interesting yeah match. Even if they are buddies, they could have been like, all right. Hmm. Oh well. Up next, Sasha Banks, Bianca Belair taking on Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair. Uh. I mean, big match on paper, but we don't, I mean, they all just hate each other, so they're just, everyone's fighting everyone. The match doesn't even start for a while, because, yeah, partners are killing each other. A bunch of refs have to come out. Uh, yeah, finally, Pierce and Sonya come out. They're like, we're not standing for this. Let's start this match proper. So, we finally get things under control, but uh, everyone's just fucking with each other. They're tagging each other in, hitting their own partners. Uh, so, the ref, eventually, there's no control of the match. He just... Throws this thing out. No contest. But the violence continues. Everyone hits their finishers, ending with Becky standing tall among the group. <coughs> Excuse me. That was a weird one, right? Yeah. Okay. We didn't really get much of anything. No. Just, just a bunch <laughs> of brawling. No reason. Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, but you know, this, the way this plays out is consistent with how WWE's book stuff in the past, so it kind of makes sense. But the, uh, the overall execution felt a little, little off. Yeah. And again, like I said, this, I mean, this crown jewel match is a triple threat, but Charlotte's just kind of wedged into the storyline because she doesn't have her own opponent. So it's kind of weird. Yeah. Who do we think is uh, kind of next in line in that raw women's thing? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's all because both champions are on the opposite show. So the whole thing's weird right now. We won't know. Until after Saudi, I guess. We won't, yeah. We got to keep doing this until Saudi Arabia. <laughs> but let's go to the final first round match of the Queen's Crown. We got Dewdrop taking on Natalia. And uh, Dewdrop, she just can't stop herself from dancing, even when the bell rings. She's just doing her little, her little boogie. And uh, Natalia does not like that nonsense, so hits her with a big slap in the face. And uh, yeah. Natty's in control, tries to get the sharpshooter in, but then Dewdrop slaps her back and then just rolls her up for the three. So Dewdrop advances to face Shayna Baszler. You know, we're uh, <clears throat> we're continuing the trend of short women's matches. Uh, one could argue it's a bad trend. Yeah, I mean, especially for your, your first ever Queen's Crown tournament when every single match, I think the, the total match time was like eight minutes. So, for your whole first round. Uh, -huh. uh, yeah, not the best. <laughs> yeah, seriously, not the best. Really not not a good look so far. Yeah. 
Even last I year's, mean, you know, last year's King of the Ring, or whenever we had the most recent King of the Ring, it had its fun moments. Yeah, Gable looked really good yeah. in that tournament. You mean Shorty G? No, this was before. Oh, was right, 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 right. <laughs> but that loss propelled him down to spiral. To Shorty G, <laughs> yeah. Anyways, yeah, the first, I mean, the men's side was pretty good matches. The women's side, first round, not the best. <laughs> Hopefully next week can fix that. Yeah, at least five minutes, maybe. I don't know. Is that too much to ask? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, at this point, uh, I think maybe the favorite, not my favorite, but the favorite, I think, might be Shayna Baszler to win. Yeah. She calls herself the Queen of Spades, so she can be the Queen Crown. I don't know. And where where's Shayna Baszler? Is she on SmackDown? Raw? Do we know where she's going? I can't remember if she... Because, yeah, I wonder if it's sort of the thing where, you know, or we, we and we've asked ourselves about the Rumble or Money in the Bank before. It's like if, you know, if Xavier Woods is going to win on one brand, then is the other winner going to be on another brand? Yeah. Uh, well, we'll see. Mm-hmm. But the main event for Monday Night Raw, we had Big E and Drew McIntyre taking on the Usos. Uh, yeah, one of the few matches on this episode to Got some time here, so just uh yeah, evenly fought match going back and forth. But uh Drew and Big E can't quite get along. Drew's ready to hit the claymore, Big E tags himself in, but then he turns around into a super kick. Uh so the Usos go for the splash, but then Big E avoids that. He gets shoved into Drew, knocks him down. So when Big E goes to pin Uso, Drew gets pissed, yanks out his own partner and Anyways, they just start beating each other up. Uh, Drew got cut open on his forehead somehow. Somehow. Uh, I missed it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But anyways, they just beating each other up until I think they're just both counted out. They lose the match. Usos jump in and yeah, everyone fighting. Drew hits a claymore and walks off. This felt like the ex- slightly extended version of that women's tag that we just had. You know, like the, uh, the partners who can't seem to figure it out together yeah yeah and then they end up yeah and then they, can't you know, get along and then and then uh chaos ensues um yeah yeah too many short but, ma- too many short matches on this uh on this edition of raw it feels like we're in this limbo where you know they've they've they kind of maybe painted themselves into a corner where it's like you know they've told us well until October 22nd, nothing counts or whatever. You know, that first episode of SmackDown will be the season premiere, I take it. Um, yeah, just bizarre. It feels like just weird booking up and down. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, do, uh, I wish I had something nice to say about this. Yeah, no, I mean, Raw, you know, for the last month or two, it was doing better. It was uh, more consistent. But then, yeah, this episode really... Nothing. Nothing memorable. Really shit the bed. You can say it. <laughs> it's shit. Yeah. Not too much. Not too much going on on this one. Not too much, but hey, that was raw, baby. That was raw. Let's uh, let's get on to our next show. Jeez, the shows are just flying by here. Um, we are now, this is week five of the colorful rebrand um, that can only be known as NXT 2.0. NXT. What does it mean? I don't know, but it's a good wrestling NXT. Watch and see. Gotta tap out a count out of one, two, three. Now we're still calling it 2.0, right? Because they have it on the 
They call it that, but I don't think they really refer to it too much, like on screen. They don't. don't really say. They really don't. I wonder if that is to, uh, you know, kind of further themselves from 2.0, their former, their former tag team, <laughs> which is now uh, BTE champions uh, over on the other brand. Yeah. Well, I think it's like NXT is the brand. 2.0 is the show. Like NXT 2.0 is the name of the show. Right. But everything is still NXT. Yeah. So. Uh, speaking of 2.0, though, 3.0, whatever you want to call them, you got uh, good, just good boys from Shadagay. You got to check out their uh, their YouTube. Whenever whenever they're on BTE, whenever they're doing their stuff on YouTube, it's like a it's like a news desk style type thing. They're both sitting there at a desk, and they just have really funny voices. Yeah, like, no, I think that was pretty much the the same thing they were doing on WWE for like a week or two. Oh yeah, you know, no, YouTube it's, show. It's amazing. It is so much fun. Uh, and those guys, you know, I just love supporting some good Canadian kids. And uh, but not many Canadian kids, I think, on this week's episode of NXT. We kick off the show with uh, Tommaso Ciampa taking on Joe Gacy, who I don't, who's his bits all like, hey, you're a snowflakes. Yeah, uh, snowflakes. <laughs> toxic masculinity is bad and uh, weird. Yeah, he's trying to be woke. Yeah, some uh, woke. they got like you know it, 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 somebody. It, this it, this feels like an example of an old person writing something for a young person, <laughs> but they're just so disconnected from the actual times and the way that things go. Um, but this was a match, and then I think there was some kind of stipulation here where um, if Gacy wins, he'll be added to that match, uh, to the tom- to the match at Halloween Havoc between Chopper right. and Brecker. Breaker? Breaker. <laughs> yeah, Braun, Braun Breaker. I'm trying so hard, Mike. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, Gacy, he does okay here. He puts up a decent fight. He kind of reminds me a little bit of Kevin Owens. He a, he is a Kevin Owens type, yeah. Like a like, light Kevin Owens light. Kevin Owens light, <laughs> not as good, but no. But like he even looks similar. He was even doing like second rope moon salts and stuff. And yeah, uh, yeah, very similar. I'm sure there's a lot of inspiration drawn from him. But yeah, speaking of inspiration, did you hear they debuted on Impact? No, officially. That's yeah. awesome. So that's where they, that's where those gals settled. I forget their new names. Like uh, Jesse Micaiah and Jesse I think it's Mark. just their nor their their like their Christian names. It's not Billy Kay. No, I wish. Uh, no, it's, it'd be uh, Cassie Lee <laughs> and name. Jess McKay. Yeah, Jessica it, yeah. McKay. I think it's just yeah, their normal, their normal names. Their shoot names. Yeah, their shoot names. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> which means which means we can only be a step away from them coming to AEW. Hopefully, we're a step away. Yeah. Hope so. Uh, but anyways, Champa is too much for Gacy. He hits the fairy tale ending, gets the win. Okay. Uh, and then afterwards, uh, there was this big, bald, tattooed uh, Baron Corbin looking dude. Just kind of attacks. I don't know what his deal is. Um. So yeah, that guy. He has a, he has a new name now because he was Parker Boudreaux or something. Um, And I had been following, just kind of not following him, but just sort of. I remember hearing that Triple H signed him. And then uh, I think him and Eva Marie, I I guess he's taking his wrestling advice from Eva Marie. Um, And that's sort of how I heard of this guy who just looks like, yeah, big, young, tattooed Brock Lesnar. And now we've (laughs) changed his name to something. I believe it's Harland. Harland. Oh, yeah. Harland something. Uh, Harland something or something Harland. I don't actually know. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, it seems like 
he is, you know, that the the brick shit house guy on on this brand. This is what we this is what we know it's gonna be, right? Vince told us. He literally told us. He's like, well, I'm gonna put a lot of beef in the ring for you. I mean, different words, yeah. but you know. <laughs> uh, after that, we had Toxic Attraction coming out to cut a promo on Raquel Gonzalez, uh, along with EO and Zoe. You know, because they've they've got their they've all got the belts they want. So mm-hmm. all three of them. Um, and I think that those matches get booked for Halloween Havoc. So there's a chance Toxic Attraction could walk away with all the gold. And if you've seen their promo since they came in, this was the exact same one. Um, but yes, it the does, other promos aren't. It does lead to the announcement of the rematch for that women's championship. Um, you know, the first time they fought to a clean finish. So, uh, you know, who knows? Who knows? Uh, Malik Blade takes on Zion Quinn. Uh, you know, I'm still not sold on that name. Zion Quinn is... X's and Q's, you're asking a lot. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, anyways, this Blade, he gets a few moves in, but Quinn cuts him off real quick. Uh, His finish was just like a big running forearm, and that gets the win. Yeah, running forearm is not a good finish, I'll be honest. (laughs) Yeah, it was pretty pretty bland. (laughs) I mean, uh, like, you know, know. what's the uh, Karrion Cross finisher that you hate? Uh, it's like a Judas effect, but oh, kind of dumbed down yeah. or something, right? It's the back, the elbow to the back of the head. Yeah, also not a good look. Yeah, yeah. Oh well. After that, we got Ivy Nile of Diamond Mine making her debut here, taking on Valentina Perez. And uh, this Nile, I liked her. She looked, she looked impressive here. Good strength. You know, at one point she had like uh, Perez in like a horizontal press, and then just. Shifted her up right into the vertical suplex. Looked real good there. Um, and then a bit after that, she picks Forez up into a, a torture rack style submission and just stretches her whole body out. Uh, Forez taps out, gives Nile the big win in her debut. Yeah, big win in the big debut. The big uh, submission win. I think Malcolm Bivens, you know, so he's there. He's hyping up Ivy Nile. Uh, Roddy Strong is there, of course, and then I think we get a little interruption with Ikeman Euro. Yeah, he comes out, uh, takes a swing, with, so Julius Creed steps in and says, hey, let's fight. So Giro takes on Creed, and you know, crowd likes Giro. He's a fun guy. He's, uh, he's always got that coat on. And he's a fun guy. <laughs> he does a handstand on the top rope. He claps his feet together, and then he falls down with a splash. So, hey, fun little offense, but... Creed is not here to fool around. He just starts slamming Jiro down. These big amateur wrestling takedowns. And, uh, yeah, that gets him to three. Okay, and then they not just, bad. They, yeah, they just beat him down some more until Kushida comes out to make the save. But he's outnumbered and he gets taken out. So, yeah, not looking good. Not looking good. Yeah, his time in NXT, I feel, is limited. <laughs> Maybe for the best for him, though. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Oh, well. Uh, after that, Kyle O'Reilly and uh, new ally Von Wagner teaming up to take on Pete Dunne and Rich Holland in their, their swan song. Or I guess they have one more week after this, but Rich Holland going up to the main roster. Wait, so. who... who- Ridge Holland is. Yeah, that's great. But Peter yeah, Dune yeah. is not. He is not. But uh, Neither is anyways. Kyle O'Reilly. 
Nope. And certainly not Von Wagner. <laughs> Von but, Wagner, uh, what a weird looking guy this guy is. He has these sunken yeah, in what eyes. Yeah, do you, what, do you, what do you think he Scares you think the shit from? out of me. Oh, I have no idea. I have Some no European idea. country? No, I feel like he's not. <laughs> I feel like he just has like, uh, you know, like some European in his blood. You know, or like, yeah, you like, know, it's like his parents were immigrants, uh, yeah, but he's like, probably... Well, my mother was from Norway, but I was born in uh, Iowa. Exactly, something like that, <laughs> yeah. But, you know, Von Wagner, is, he seems to be one of these uh, these P- performance center guys. He's never wrestled yeah, outside of uh, of this. Yeah, he's one of the new, you, you know, him and Breaker and a couple other, you can tell they're the, the new crop that yeah. they're, they're pushing. And, and this Harlan guy? I thought guy. he looked pretty good. Hmm. Yeah. I thought he looked good here. You know, he was, uh, yeah, one of the standouts of the match. And they gave him the privilege of getting the hot tag spot there to unload on Ridge Holland. And he he hits his finisher, the lockdown, and he gets the pin. Big win for Von Wagner. Yeah. And then I think at the end, uh, Kyle O'Reilly finally accepts him and they bump fists. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so there you go. Yeah, you know, uh, this either means, I don't know, Kyle O'Reilly's contract, the state of his contract. I could certainly see him being valuable in other promotions, you know. I can certainly see him. I think he still has value, uh, very much so. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're, uh, we're, uh, we've already got half of, I mean, they're split in half right now. One half went yeah. to EW, and uh, why not get the other half together? Why not? Just, you know, Kyle <laughs> O'Reilly goes over there. It's all about the boom. We yeah. get it, and I yeah, I can see especially something yeah PWG Ring of Honor where Kyle O'Reilly already held, held that Ring of Honor championship for many a months. Uh, I could see him at least you know maybe testing the waters when his contract situation is over. We know we're only a month and a half away from Gargano being up. Yeah. So and uh, who knows where yeah. Ch- Champa falls after that? It'll be interesting to see. Yeah, I mean it's wide open right now. Yeah. Everything. Uh, some new blood here. Duke Hudson taking on Grayson Waller. And Hudson, he's just a job, he's adopted this poker player, gambler gimmick. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Uh, Not really much to it. <laughs> yeah, he, he has like a, yeah, like a stack of chips. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, yeah, it doesn't, I don't know. Whatever. Doesn't matter. The fans were cheering for Waller. Uh, he was actually getting a good amount, good amount of support here. Mm-hmm. But, uh. Hudson ends up rolling him up with a handful of the tights to get the cheap three count. Boo. Boo. Uh, after that, though, we had some women's tag team action. Indy Hartwell and Persia Parati. Parada? I don't know. Uh, Parata. Parata. Persia Parada. Uh, taking on Saray and Amari Miller. Uh, yeah, it was okay. Persia, she's kind of a heavy hitter, brawler type. Kind of like a Seamus Light a little bit. Uh, that's what I got out of her. But uh, yeah, eventually she hits this big slam and Indy does the tightrope elbow to get the win. Her and Xavier seem to have the same finishing move now. Oh, but yeah. Huh. Okay. Doesn't matter. I mean, People hey, can you can, yeah, exactly. There's only so many things. You know, you can't you can't copyright a chord progression. There's <laughs> well, only I mean, like, so many chords. Ten people do the spear, right? So <laughs> yeah. Spear. Ricky Starks is just the smallest guy to do it. <laughs> uh, so after the match, Persia gets on the mic and says, "Hey, yeah, <laughs> hey, how about we get those tag titles?" So then EO and Zoe comes out, and EO's like, "I don't like you. I don't like you." She doesn't like anyone. Uh, and then Toxic Attraction come out. Anyways, they all brawl. 
and they announced that they will have a triple threat match for those tag titles at Halloween Havoc. And I was just going to say Dexter Loomis, virtually nowhere to be found. Yeah, I think they just kind of showed before the match and he gave him a kiss and then walked off. Walked out or something. Yeah, I, I was hoping that he would have a, uh, a, a maybe a, a larger role in the Halloween Havoc element of it. I think last year's Halloween Havoc, it was very much kind of centered around he was like the host or he did something. Yeah, I remember. Or he was drawing portraits for every yeah, match or something. Yeah, he did or... something pertinent to the match. Uh, yeah. uh, they did announce the return of the, the spin the wheel, make the deal. Yes, so we'll very have, exciting. We'll Steps. Yeah. Well, last year we had like tables, ladders, scares, and things like that. <laughs> yeah, so tables, ladders, and scares. Yeah. Uh, and then in between, we got a preview for uh, this new wrestler, Solo Sikoa. Appears to be another Samoan guy. Don't another one? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, mm-hmm. we're going to start, like we said, we're going to start seeing it. Yeah. Uh, but let's go to the uh, the big match we've been promised all night. Isaiah Swerve Scott defending his North American title against Santos Escobar. And earlier in the show, when Swerve arrived at the building, uh, or when Hit Row arrived at the building, they uh, they got attacked from behind by Legato. They abducted half the members, or, yeah, did they, leaving Swerve on his own here for this main event. So, uh, yeah, after months and months, he's finally defending the title, though. So Swerve Scott, first defense ever. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah least- first defense ever. Yeah, and uh, at least they gave him some good time here. This went, you know, over 15 minutes or so, and the crowd was great. Hot for Swerve. He was hitting big dives, bunch of flips, uh, wrestling like a baby face. Crowd was treating him like one. Uh, so he hits a big Death Valley driver on the apron, but then Legato members run out to interfere. But then Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams cut them off, so they even things out. But during this commotion, Escobar has removed the padding from the, the turnbuckle. And, uh, but Swerve ends up launching him headfirst into it. Uh, and then Swerve hits the JML driver. Swerve gets the win, retains a title. So, hey, he got one on his record. Big one successful defense. defense. But that uh, but that finishing move, what was it? Um, what JML it? driver. The JML driver. He had... What cool happened? Move. But he had one that he was using earlier on in the year. Uh, the house call. The house call. Is that what it was called? Yeah, he'd like kick you in the back of the head. And I thought it was such a cool move. It just looked, you know, the camera cut very well. It gets a nice slap under it. Uh, yeah. But then he stopped wrestling and we never saw it again. It was actually, <laughs> it was actually earlier on in the year, it, it, was, uh, it was shooty potential for best finishing maneuver. I, wow. I, I was head over heels with this thing. <laughs> Uh, now, well, I, then I stopped seeing it, and I don't know if I can give it the same kind of uh, respect. Well, I was going to say, I think uh, he may pull it out on the main roster once he starts facing some bigger wrestlers. He won't be able to do this JML driver to all of them. Yeah, hopefully. You know, hopefully. I don't know if he'll be able to hit. <laughs> hopefully. We'll see. Uh, we'll see. We might, they might just not wrestle ever on the main roster. So. That's a good point. But, uh, yeah, good match. I thought uh, Swerve would drop the belt here since he's being called up. But, uh, oh, wait a minute. Show's not over uh, because Carmelo and Trick, they're still in the ring. Carmelo just attacks Swerve, uh, beats him up, and he pulls out that contract that he won from the NXT breakout tournament. Uh, He's entitled to a title shot 
of his choosing, and he's cashing it in right now. Money in the bank style for a North American title shot. <laughs> so, hey, I mean, they... Hey, I didn't know you could, but I didn't. You couldn't either. So there, I guess. I guess you know, Carmelo Hayes read the fine print, and yeah, nowhere it did it say it had to be for a specific championship. Yeah, so he could do it anytime, anywhere, and here we go: Swerve versus Carmelo, North American title match. Uh, Carmelo just hits a big springboard clothesline. Swerve kicks out. He tries to fight back, but Carmelo is just too fresh. He boots Swerve in the face. Hits the big axe kick off the top rope to the back of Swerve's head. And that gets him the three. Carmelo Hayes, your new North American champion. Uh, yeah, the first uh, NXT 2.0 guy to win a title. I yes, guess. yeah, that is right. I guess it's also short of, you know, the Ciampa um, championship. He won it on that inaugural episode, I believe. But yeah, yeah. this is the first kind of, yeah, title change for uh, to happen here. And it's... Uh, Fantastic, fantastic for Carmelo Hayes. Congratulations, um, but I really, I really hope this uh, sets a precedent for other. You know, anytime there's a battle royal, anytime there's an opportunity where you win a championship match, I mean, this this changes the game. This sets a whole new precedent for you know, you win Money in the Bank. Next thing you know, you're cashing in on the U.S. title. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, mean, I don't. Uh... It, it's, it does. It just it rewrites the playbook as far as I'm concerned. I mean, pardon the pun, but it was a good swerve there at the end. Once, <laughs> I, once Scott retained, I'm like, oh, he's he's retained, but he's going to SmackDown? What's this about? But then, boom, cashed in the contract. Yeah, great. I thought that was a great ending. And it, and it was, I think, for <clears throat> for Isaiah Swerve Scott and Santos Escobar, these guys have had fantastic matches all throughout the past, what, six, four, five, six months, maybe? Um, yeah. And they did have, you know, and it was, it, was, it, was, it was the end of the rivalry that, you know, in a way kind of defined Swerve Scott's NXT career or even Santos Escobar's career. Now, Legado del Fantasma, they're not going anywhere. <laughs> right? No, they didn't they didn't get okay. drafted. Uh, uh but uh, yeah, they need to find someone new to feud with cuz I mean there's really no other groups left now except Toxic Attraction. Uh they're all women. And uh <laughs> Diamond Mine? Oh yeah, Diamond Mine. I guess that could be the next Diamond Mine versus Legato, but they're both heels, so who knows? So we know that can't work. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah. yeah, that was NXT 2.0. That was another we two more weeks until Havoc. Until the Havoc. Fantastic! Sorry. That was another edition of NXT and all the uh, all the wrestling week action. Another great week. Uh, let's finish off the show then, shall we? Let's finish off the show the way that we always do, which is by naming a wrestler of the week. It's the wrestler of the week, of the week, wrestler of the week, of the week, of the week, wrestler of the week, of the week, of the week, wrestler of the week, of the week, of the week, wrestler of the week. Mike, I'm going to start this one off. All right. Okay. Listen to me go. Um, I've already got a big wrestler of the week planned for. W will it be our next show or maybe the show after that? I, I've I, we've we've got we've got well, we've we've booked I've booked my wrestler of the week in a, a couple weeks in advance. I think actually for this one, this week's wrestler <laughs> of the week is going to. Um, uh, they got a win. 
this week. That's good. They're sitting there at 3-0 and in their own company, and uh, they are starring, co-starring, in Heels. Live on the Stars Network. That's right. CM Punk, Phil Brooks. Uh, you're my rush of the week. I caught the first episode of uh, of Heels. Ah, uh, yeah, it looks um, pretty good. I'm it's gonna, it's I'm it's check pretty it good. It's pretty good. It's kind of it's 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 it feels it's feels like Glow or you know like a similar. It's a you know it's a story we're telling. And Did you ever uh, watch Glow? I watched the first season. Ah, uh, and then what? You tapped out. You uh, I tapped out. <laughs> yeah, I t- I was submitted. <laughs> I tapped out. I tried to grab the rope. They pulled. They you know uh, they pulled me in, and then I had to tap. Uh, yeah, and uh, I'll just another trip. Uh, CM Punk's just really excited about this show and kind of coming back to wrestling. He's been doing. He's been doing the interview circuit now, right? You know, ET news and people and all that. All the kind of like <laughs> entertainment kind of things. It's great to see CM Punk just back in. Uh, you know, the forefront. Yeah. And I like how he's, uh, I mean, he started off, he fought Darby Allen, that's a big name, but now he's kind of fighting, not lower names, but, you know, he's not just jumping into all the, you know, not fighting Kenny Omega, Hangman Page right off the bat. You can save those big matches. And he, I mean, Owen, he did say, he did say that, right? He's looking forward to all the young, fun talent that just wants the chance to get out there and compete versus Brian Danielson, who's like, you know, he's like, I want to fucking win. <laughs> that was a great, <laughs> did you catch that interview? The after all out? media scrum um, yes. yeah so yeah so it's it's thing. it's tk and brian danielson there and brian danielson says yeah cm punk came over and he said he's really excited to uh work with all the young talent and those who are eager to just get out there <laughs> but i want to fucking wrestle and win <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> very different and yeah you know and uh so and Daniel, brian danielson this friday minoru suzuki yeah, should be great. Match of the year candidate. As soon as Brian Danielson steps into the <laughs> ring, it's a potential match of the year. It's a potential I mean, five yeah. stars. And it's on uh, YouTube. YouTube. But there's only so no commercial. Or I don't know if there are commercials. Or either way, it's a one hour, only two matches booked. So this could be potentially a thirty minute Brian Danielson match. Oh my hey, god, I love that. I'm all for it. I love it. I love it. Are we going to okay. see? Yeah, sorry, you go. You go. What's who's your wrestler? <laughs> no, no, I, we can we keep <laughs> got, talking got, about got, Brian Danielson. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yes, I'll just give my rest of the week. Uh, we talked about him just a few minutes ago. I'll throw it out there because it was such a good, such a good ending to that episode. Carmelo Hayes with the the genius cashing in of that contract to win his first ever title and his first ever try at it. So hey, good for you. And, and truly changing the game in terms of cash-ins and how that all works. Uh, <laughs> that was the show, folks. Thanks for listening. Rate me live, subscribe. Show is everywhere, dude. It's on YouTube. You have no excuse to not watch Rampage. This there, there can't be. You know, it's, it's not like oh, well, I don't have cable or I don't get that channel. No, just open your fucking phone, use some data, hmm. stream it a bit. I mean, we all have thirty gigs anyways. Nobody's fucking yeah. worried about their data. Go, go, go to McDonald's, hop on the Wi-Fi. Go to go hit in McDick's, Starbucks. Sit there. Yeah, go to Strabs. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Go to the public library. You can do this anywhere. Uh, Brian Danielson, Minoru Suzuki. I really can't wait. And uh, Mike, you take care of yourself. Yes. Have a good week. Two.